Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Episode 137. This is the yeah. Brooklyn Boys podcast. With uh, with us, Brody and Scary, Scary and Brody, whichever way you want. You could have it. You could have whatever you like. You could. You could. Yeah, you, it doesn't matter anymore. I mean, I think yeah. we're over that argument. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's silly. Uh, yeah, it's silly, Brody and Scary. So, scary, scary. Uh, <laughs> uh, episode 137. Now, I'm going to say something I just realized. Yeah. It's, I'm only going to appeal to geeks who collected comic books a long time ago. But X-Men 137 was a very, very important issue. And, and so for most of, my, uh, most of my years collecting comic books, I was attempting to get that issue. Number 137 of the X-Men? Yes, the original Uncanny X-Men. I want to say the issue is from 19, don't tweet me. Oh, my uh, God. 80, 82, 83. You're geeking out Somewhere around there. Yeah. And so that's the one where, uh, spoiler... Um, Phoenix dies. Great. Are we going to have a death? Gray, are we going to have a death here on this podcast today? Is that what you're no, insinuating? N- no, no. Jean Grey kills herself, which wasn't the original ending of the. They had changed the ending at the last Who's minute. Who's Jean Grey? 
Jean Grey is uh, Cyclops's girlfriend, one of the original X-Men, and she became Phoenix. Mm. Long story. Then, uh, 10 years later, they retconned it, meaning they rewrote uh, the story. Oh, my god! And gosh. then changed. They brought her back to life and said it wasn't. It doesn't, it's a long story. Oh but the point oh was, 137 god. was like a goal. All okay. of my friends were trying to get that issue. Could have been 1980, 81. So, are you again. trying to say that... Episode 137 is going this, to be the episode. It could be valuable. This is going to be the one, the collector's item. Yeah, this is I'm the saying. one that's going to go uh, at an auction someday. Maybe. Now, if we're talking about valuable episodes, last week I mentioned that four episodes were not doing as well right. as the one from two weeks ago. Sure. Right? Well, last week's episode far surpassed. Yeah. The one from two weeks ago, which had far surpassed the four before it. I don't think people so care I, about that. I think we well, care about it. Uh, no, well, here's the thing. This episode last week, w- w- the return of the Jersey Kid. Yes. Had three times the listeners. Yes. As the, the so 37, 36, 30, 135, 134, right. 133, 132, and I think 131. Right. And what does that tell right? you? Well, uh, it doesn't tell me it's the Jersey Kid because... Well. 135 was twice as okay. many. But here's so I right. think people are getting back. You think into people are coming back to routines? Yeah, All I right. think the summer and right. some states are well, releasing people. The thing is, whatever. I think the Jersey Kid brought a lot of love, a lot of oh my god, oh wow value to last week's That's episode. Your theory. And, and, That's and your theory. I also think you know you say it's three times the listeners. We also have three times the amount of email from last week and. Some of it good, some of it not so yes, good. I, which did, we'll, I did get some very favorable we'll, tweets, we'll and get, I got some DMs we'll get that were couple, not favorable. We're going to get into we'll get that to in a little bit. Yeah, We'll get to that. But here's what, I, what I'm saying to the slices. And I don't know if it's the problem with the slices right. or the listeners that aren't slices. Maybe we have new listeners, which is fantastic. So if you're a new listener, and you're one of the people that tripled our listenership or doubled it the week before. Welcome back. Welcome, but yes, but we, we're not after new listeners. But if you're back, welcome back. Welcome back from well, the last one you listened to. Right, but when I did a, did my research online, a lot of people said it's been four or five weeks since they've been able to listen. But I feel like they skipped 131 to 135. Why no and love then, for those? Yeah, we had some good content there. Okay. Really good. Well, some. So, some is the operative word. Oh, I, those <laughs> I mean, were good episodes. I mean, they listen, every... Okay, you know, I, I consider, our, I, I consider our, our podcast like, like a lobster roll. Okay, where the good content being the actual pieces of lobster meat, but then there's a lot of filler. You got some mayo, you got celery in there. People love the mayo. Not, not, you no, got no, other no, things. No celery. No celery. You in my got fluff. Rolls. You got fluff. Who doesn't love fluff? It's like meatloaf. You have meatloaf Wait, where like you want that, that ground beef in your meatloaf. Nice seventies reference. Nice. And after People that, know that song. You got breadcrumbs in there, and you got other junk. It's a lot of stuff that fluffs it up. I do think our podcast is some great moments fluffed yeah. up by just right. filler. But like this, the like the first here's, five minutes of this podcast. This is, this is, the, <laughs> this this is, is all, the beauty of what we do. This is the celery and the mayo. This is, this is who we are. What are the Brooklyn boys? They talk about nothing. Listen, here's, here's why I'm shooting a hole in your theory. You can't not like a podcast until you listen to it. Right. right? But, right, so you can't say one one thirty one wasn't great, and that's why I didn't listen. I'm just unless, say, your, friend, uh, okay. unless your buddy says, "Hey, listen, Mike, don't listen to one thirty one." I just think, I don't I don't know if people want to argue about the the episode and which is it, see to us we care in the background I, we are we're we're crunching numbers. We're like, no, but we talk about listening in order. 
clearly. So you just want an explanation why people aren't listening in order. And I think it's because some people were, they returned to the table. You know why? Because they got an email from iHeart or they got a, uh, a tweet or some kind of, not a tweet, a, um, yeah, you can't a, a text message. IHeart. You can't trust iHeart all the time to send you an email because there were no emails going out for a yeah, couple of weeks. Out of sight, out of mind. People got yeah, things people, going on. People texted into 55100 for the Elvis Duran show. Hey, how come the Brooklyn Boys haven't done a new episode? What? We did a new episode. Oh, I didn't know. You can rest assured every week we, we will have a new it. episode. We were on vacation a few weeks ago. That doesn't count. Right. And by the we're way, next week, we're going to be moving to Thursdays again. Uh, we got to bring uh, it back. We're going to walk it back. Next week, we're going to attempt to do Thursday. That is correct. Attempt? You, know, you never know what happened. Listen, life gets listen, in the way. It does. Today, what happened today? Today, you told me, Brody, come hella high water. Right. We're doing the podcast at 1230. Now, yeah. It's 1230. It's 2 o'clock. I got to make a phone call. I know. I want to get something to This eat. is true. I will you say this. You did it. Okay. You did it, All Summer right. Beach Boy Weekend right. guy. Son of a beach. Don't call me that. I was not at the beach. Last weekend, first of all, last weekend I needed. I said Summer Beach Boy. Not summer summer beach. beach? I think you should call me a son of, son of a beach. No, that would be an insult to your mother. I would never insult Mom, Mama Scary. All Mama. I could say is that I need my weekends because I, I, I took up my, yes. my new uh, hobby, you know? Yeah. yeah. Don't get, get the jingle ready. Don't, don't you dare. I, what? I, a scooter. Don't you, no, I, 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 stop I, it. I, I took up scooting. Everyone, and, saw the sc- everyone saw the scooter. Right? You did. Leave it. It's Leave great. It. It's a great I, scooter. But I got to say a, this. It's bad enough you name drop restaurants this week on uh, the 15-minute morning Listen, show. I want to just say. name drop the restaurant. I will say this, okay? No, you I, won't. No, you, no. There's no way to stop scooting you. Scooting is scooting is amazing. No. Okay. I never yeah. thought that I would be get jumping on a scooter and just pressing a button and just accelerating. Yeah, but the I truth never, I got to be honest, I didn't think you could stand up on one and not fall over. Well, you're because not the most co- it's, you're not the most athletic coordinated guy. You're it's not. like riding a bike, Brody. Here's the thing I've about I've never ri- seen you ride a bike. Never. Well, I you kidding me? That was my entire I've seen you childhood. Years. I've never seen you ride a bike. Well, because the last yeah. few years of my life I haven't been the riding last bikes. Few years, 22 years I know you. It's not a you don't forget about how to ride a bike. When was the last time you rode a bike? God, it's got to be like 30, year, 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's what I said. So how come when I said, I've never seen you ride a bike, you go, come well, my on, po- My point is, once you start riding a bike, you don't forget that. You get back on the bike. So You really think you get on a bike right away and start riding? No problem. Of course, no problem. But in two seconds, uh, not even. Do you have a bike? No, but I can rent one. I'll rent a city bike. That's not a real bike. That's like a, that's, come on. But my point is, if you know how to ride a bike, you could balance yourself on a scooter. It took me about three minutes, and I was just there. I was going. It, it looked like, and I guess it's not. I'm not doing a commercial for that. Okay, what what is it, Brody? It what did it look like, like? It looked like it was so low to the ground and wider than a normal scooter, and the wheels were wider than I would imagine would have yeah. imagined. It looked like almost anyone could get on the thing and just go. That's exactly and the that point. That's proven, why it's built for me. And that was proven when you got on it. Yes. Because you called me, you called me, uh, I don't know what day it was, at like 12 o'clock. You're like, oh, I got to go shoot something in the, down by the park. It's a, it's a commuter scooter. They're, they're actually, yeah. you like that? A commuter scooter. It's actually, it's, it's actually the tires are fatter. Said, you're not riding, you're not riding a scooter. You, you, please. But a t- Yeah, I am. But you but did. No, but I saw you. Like an you hour saw later. me do it. You didn't practice. Okay. I didn't I practice. Endorse, no. I'm no, not looking to endorse no. a scooter. I'm saying I was impressed that you, of all people, didn't fall over. That's all. But I can't give me more credit than that, Brody. That makes me, you know, I, I, you, I, I take, okay. I resent that. Could, can you ride a, um, a Segway? I don't think or, I or could. The, hover, the hoverboard things? Never. I could, right. I could certainly not do it. I can't ride a skateboard at skateboard, all. Skateboard, right. Okay. No. So where, where's the credit I'm supposed to give you? 
you got to give me the credit because that you can I, ride a bike. Because if you you have the memories of riding a bike, even if you haven't ridden one in twenty years, you I could jump on a, anyone could toes, jump on an electric scooter. Scott, have, you could do memories, it too, Brody. I have, I have memories of bending down and touching my toes, but I can't do it. Anymore. Could you ride a bike? Of course I can. I have one. I've you could ride a bike. If you could ride a bike, Brody. If you could ride a bike, then you can yeah. absolutely uh, ride a scooter. That, well, that's what can, I'm saying. All right. You all don't right. you don't think that they're cool? Uh, I do. I just uh, don't have. I personally more people are buying any, them these days. Well, and, let's go. Oh, we got to talk about something else. Uh, we, we, we will. We will. We will. But I just want to just uh, get the point yeah, out no, there. Do, no, don't. I get it. No, I get it. Nope. Totally get it. I think we're all good right. Now. You good? Right. You good? Yeah. People and don't make fun of my fat tires. They. You listen. This is th- their third quarter tires. <laughs> I had them go buy a helmet though. I needed. <laughs> yes, you I did. I needed a helmet. You were you were you were you were scootering with no helmet, no mask. Right. So all the comments were like, "Where's your mask? Where's your it, helmet?" It was definitely a fluid. You're a daredevil. Fluid free ride, for me. It was, what, it was fluid. fluid it was fluid. Fluid. It was fluid. Uh, what do you have a water endorser now? You have to free talk about? free ride. Yeah, that was. Dot okay. <laughs> com. Yeah. Okay. Did you hit the jingle? Huh? Hit the jingle. What are you talking about? You just gave out the website. What website? I didn't give out shit. You didn't? You said fluidride.com. That's not the N- website? No, fluidride.com is not the website. It's fluidfreeride.com. Hit the jingle, you prick. That was a scary inappropriate commercial slip. Damn it. I have got to start getting paid for these. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I will say this. We're very excited to announce. Do we announce no. it right here? No, I don't get paid for this. No, unless you're giving me a scooter. No, no, no I'm, I'm no, switching no. gears. You are not switching no. gears. Oh <laughs> no, God, not a scooter, scooter gear. This is a three gear scooter. No. Don't you hear doing, what I'm doing? No. I'm segueing. No. I'm segueing. Stop it. With no. The seg- no. I'm segueing into something else that people. Stop. Stop. No, something that we're very excited about, Brody, oh, the both of us. About our product now. You can talk about our product. Talk about our products. Okay, let's go. Bro- Brody. I was seg- but that, that's a pun, by the way. Segwaying. Yeah, segway. I, I caught that. I'm Everybody switching gears. It. Everybody caught it. Yep. Nobody missed that one. I Nobody. wanted to talk about yep. our online store, our merch store, which is by the time you week. by the time you hear this, hopefully it will be live. It may not be live by the well. If you if you're the person who jumps on the podcast right away, it's not going to be live yet. But before we post episode 138, it will be live. It will be, and what it's going it's going to be this. It's going to be, we're going to be uh, selling masks, and we're going to be selling tops, men's and women's t-shirts, and we have tank tops. Unisex t-shirts and tank tops. And, 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 well, traditionally female tank tops, aren't they? Traditionally, but if if a guy wants to buy it, that's fine. No one's going to stop him. But I will say- Size-wise, I think they're they're a little smaller. Here's what I'm a little excited about, though. Brody and some listeners got together, and they inverted the logo- Oh, so the logo, Vinny. my so boy Vinny did it. Vinny, Vinny got the logo. So you're used to seeing the logo with the orange background and then the blue and the orange. Picture all those colors reversed, and uh, we put them on like a blue shirt and a blue mask, and I think it looks really sweet. I, I you know, I hope uh, the slices will um, go to the merch store and um, and you know pick something up. So know. shout out to Vincent Wagner uh, if he wants. Uh, freelance work. I'll talk to him. Yeah, I'll be glad to give out his information. Right. Um, he. Cr- oh, by the way, he created a OneDrive, so you can see all the logos. So, um, I'm gonna send that to you now. Oh, hold on, Scary. 
I'm really Ski excited mask. for this. There you go. So okay, we're gonna so we have and we're gonna so have video, masks. So we have we have a, a a it pops this the logo with the colors inverted. They're 3D lettering now, like yeah. with two two tone lettering. Uh, and we went we went overboard. We did like we did a seven color logo for the shirts and the masks and the tank tops. And then if these do well, if you guys like them and and we sell enough of them because we don't want to get stuck with the merchandise. Yes. We will then have new items each every few weeks maybe. Yes. You know, oh, like the pizza cutter we talked about. Yeah, because by the way, in, in the world of merch, you pay for the merch up front and you can't yeah, return so, it. <laughs> yeah, right. So there's a big there's a big up upfront investment. So uh we hope it does well. We think right. you guys will like it. You're being um, you've always been very supportive. Just for reference, bookmark this site. It may not be live yet, but brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. And right. cartels with a C. So it's brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. Again, if you've ever seen the word cartel spelled with a K. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. You no, know, Vibes never, Cartel spells it with a K. He's an oh, artist. I've never heard that. Vibes oh, Cartel? Yeah. Then definitely with a, with a C then. He's a reggae artist. Yeah. He's in jail. Oh, okay. By the way, that guy's making music from jail. Can you imagine that shit? Oh, he's in a cartel. Well, vibes cartel. But anyway, yeah. So anyway, bookmark that. It may not be live by the time you hear this, but I certainly will by next week at this time. By the time. way, vibes, if you're a listener of the Brooklyn Boys podcast, I, as far as I'm concerned, you're innocent. <laughs> I just want to shout out to my boy vibes. Okay. Vibes. That, and by the way, that'll be him VK. V Y B E Z. Yeah, of course. Cartel with a K. Why, why would you spell <laughs> it another spell way? Spell it another way. <laughs> Guys who go to jail don't spell it V I B E S. Come on. No, no, no. <laughs> Shit. Anyway. All right. So, yeah. So, see, Brody, you think I was just doing something? I was leading you down a, a slippery slope there? No, no, no. All right. That's fine. Okay. Good. So, yeah, we're going to have a merch store. Yes. I'm so excited. Finally. Now, the only thing that we've talked about in the past, we really have to figure out how to do it because I'm not sure how to do it, is the Monopoly game. Yeah. People so, have been asking for that. Or, or the, the Monopoly style game because we'll have to, you know, for yeah, copyright careful. reasons. We have, no, it's all been redesigned, so it's not. It's, it's, fair, it's fair use now. But that's it's a different distributor. We're gonna call it Funopoly. <laughs> I think that may be a problem too. <laughs> Why not? It's fun. It's Funopoly. No, it'll be Brooklynopoly, maybe. I think op I think Opoly is available. Opoly? What kind of op we, we gotta think of a clever name for it. Yeah, but well anyway. then I'm your guy. All right. Uh you and I are at City Field watching Met Games. How every crazy day. is this? But we haven't seen our shit on TV. No, we haven't. So, <laughs> so how uh, crazy is that? We paid money and it went right down the drain. So the so if you haven't seen some of the baseball games around the country, are putting cardboard pictures of fans, real fans, in the stands to make it look more like a game. Who's not doing that? The Yankees, right? But the Mets, because that's our team, for a small fee. I think we talked about this last week. It's eighty six dollars for the eighty six Mets. Your, right. You can get your cardboard you can get your uh, high-res picture printed onto a cardboard cutout and you could get into a seat and be at the game and scary's been trying to get us behind home plate we are not behind home plate yet and, and but, nor will we be i don't think because i think we kind of pestered them too much they told us to back off well they told you to back off i didn't ask anybody i was laying low figuring you do the dirty work and then we'd be together in the seats like we always are yeah i'm out, i believe i'm out in right field so uh gary who works for the company that makes them um He's uh, yeah. He put me in right field because I think I'm the yeah. Well, I'm there with you. Yeah, you're somewhere. We're not together though. He said he was going to go back and move us together. But he said to me the other day, he said, "Oh, um, you know, I I drove Jimmy Kimmel to the Met game uh, yesterday. So I got to be honest with you, I got upset, Scary, 
No, I love you Jimmy thought, Kimmel. You thought Jimmy Kimmel was on his was way like, to the Met game and he so was I'm getting like, special how privileges? Jimmy, how is Jimmy Kimmel yeah. getting into the stadium yeah. when we're media and we didn't get in? Right. Well, uh, so I was. You I was, know, he's going to yeah. be on TV. Right. So anyway, the company is Print Station New York. They're in New Hyde <laughs> Park. And it's our friend Gary Pincus, who also owns a company called uh, Send, Send in, the, in clowns. the Clowns. Now, as, a, as the owner of Send in the Clowns, over the years, speaking of the Jersey Kid, he, Gary has always provided our morning show with party stuff. Yeah. Like giant red solo cups when we needed them, yeah. a bounce castle, wacky waving inflatable. Yeah, he is inflatable. Flailing tube. arm tube guy. And wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Yeah, that guy. So uh, he he does everything. Wacky and waving so inflatable arm flailing tube man. He got in touch with us a couple of weeks ago. He's like, hey guys, I'm the guy printing them. Yeah. So send me the pictures directly. Right. So, so yes, mine's so was ready, nice. but I don't know if Scary's is because Scary no, changed his picture. I don't know, but I will say this. Please, if I'm in center field or right field or left, please Whatever. let me get hit in the head with a with a home run ball. Oh, I just want I, that would be so great. I just want okay, I just want so a ball to just smash his, off my face. It would be so great. His, how about two balls? Two balls on my face? <laughs> please, <Yeah>. if two <laughs> balls would land right on my face, that would be amazing. I, I I think I know a guy who could make that happen. You know, it's funny so because I was thinking I was thinking last night when I was watching the game and they were they were getting they were losing. That let's say this turns out to be a good season for the Mets, right? Or even a bad season. If there's a home run ball that wins the pennant for the team they're playing, oh or my them, god! And it hits you, oh. like your picture in the outfield. Yes, you'll be forever. Your cardboard cutout will forever yes. be. Yes, like and and it hit off that guy. Great uh, catch by I that guy. It. I love it. And for the rest of your life, you'll be like, that's us. That's you. You, you know, I will say this: uh, in the first game of the season, the, in the outfield. There was all the seats were empty except for three cardboard cutouts of three of dogs. dogs and right. and Cespedes, Yoenis Cespedes hits a home run to center, right center, and was it Cespedes? Was it? Well, somebody did. I, I want to say it was because it just sounds better because uh, he's the home run hitter for the Mets. Maybe he has one home run. Anyway, it wasn't him. But okay. But anyway, it it literally pegs one of the dogs. It was one of the players, the Mets players' dogs, in the face, and. I'm not even kidding you, Brody. That dog, those three dogs sitting there, got ten, the next ten minutes of camera time. They kept going back to it and making jokes. They're like, and they're, they're examining the uh, the imprint that it left in the cardboard. Right. By the way, the, by same, the, way, the dogs was, didn't even flinch. It was Adam Duval of the Atlanta Braves. It wasn't even a Met. Okay. He hit the home run off Jeff McNeil's dog. Right, but it's but the thing is to live in infamy that way, uh, to right. have that on replay, to take that video and put it on Instagram and repurpose it forever. I needed to hold be. On, hold on, hold on. And this breaking ball ripped toward right. Conforto on a run, and that ball is gone. Adam Duvall with a solo home run in the Braves. Right off the dog. The yeah. It's one nothing here. And they're showing the dog. Hold on. Does he say? Of course. They showed no. They showed the oh, dog. See, twice. that was a different. That was the must have been the Braves announcers, but yeah, the Mets yeah, announcers yeah. They went off stood on it forever. Dog, yeah, yeah, because because it was yeah one of the players' dogs. But well, I, I think asked that's Gary his... about that, and he's like, oh no, these are real hard card. Like these are really well made, and he sent me video of the machine printing my picture on the cardboard. Yeah, so well, that's, that's great. Cool. Would you want to do that? And if you're listening to this podcast. And you hopefully there's a stadium near you that does this. Get involved. You never know when you're going to get on TV just because a foul ball or a fair ball, wherever you're well, placed, hits you. you or your cardboard cutout. 
Your car, yeah. Have you ever been? Have you ever been hit with a foul ball in real yes. life or yes. caught something? Yes, yes. It was a playoff game, uh, long, long time ago. I was sitting behind home plate on the third level at Shea Stadium back in the day when that was the stadium, and a line drive came right straight back, right at me. There was and no net. No, no. Plus, it's third level. Oh, it oh, it was up. Third level up. Came right back at I should have known you were in the cheap seats. Uh, it was a playoff game. I'm I was kidding. I'm there. kidding. And by the way, this was before we were working at a radio station. We would get better seats. <laughs> I used to and sit so, up in the upper deck. Yeah. Yeah. No, not upper deck. Third level. Third level. Mezzanine. Right. Mezzanine. The green seats. The green. And the ball came, and it, went right, it was coming right at my hands. And just as it hit me in the left hand, the guy next to me pushed me oh. to grab it. So it hit off my hand. And it dropped, and, and the seats in front of me picked up the ball. And I tried the whole, hey, that was my ball. They were like, okay, that's not how Yeah, it works. okay. And so I looked at the guy. I'm like, dude. He's like, what? I was going for the ball. I'm like, yeah, I was going for the ball. So now my hand hurts, and I don't have the ball. And it was a postseason baseball. So wow. F that guy, Clark. F you, Clark. I just Clark. pictured him in my head. He looked like a Clark. Clark, you're, I don't know what his you're name a fucking was. candy bar, Clark. Yeah, F you, Clark. Oh, oh yeah. speaking of candy bars, and this is not a sponsor, Brooklyn I have a Boys rant. This is a rant. You have a rant. I'm so pissed. Brody, I got to get better get Brody, BGB, or get Brody on my side. Go so, ahead. Uh, you, go ahead. You, you may make fun of me for this. Of course I will. That's my job. Well, actually, uh, we probably, hold on. Let, let me hit the commercial break, and we'll come right back with it. Can I do All that? All right. Big tease. The, the, the big tease on the big show. On the big show. The big show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You know what I just realized? What's that? We can do a commercial for the Brooklyn Boys merch store on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. And put it in with the commercials. Yep. And there's nobody can tell us we can't do that. Exactly. We could just do it. Who feel Hi, like I'm it? Brody. I'm Scary. Hi. Becca, are you looking for cool merchandise that makes you look sexy and show your support <laughs> for a great podcast? <laughs> then you need to go to uh, brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. Right. Online.com. What's com. the that, dot bro- com. Brooklynboys.bigcartel.com yes. for all your podcasting Brooklyn Boys needs. Now, this is really weird. Um, don't ask why. Well, you'll ask why because you're going to poke of fun I'm at me. Ask why. No, I wouldn't. Why? All right. When the story starts off like, so I was curious to try some vegan chocolate. Insert joke here. Okay. <laughs> yes. Was it beyond chocolate? <laughs> no, it's right. Here we go. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's in chocolate? (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Now, I I know there's milk and milk chocolate. In regular chocolate, cacao beans. Cacao. Okay, all right. Cacao. All right, first of all, a lesson about cacao. 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 Cocoa, cocoa butter. Okay. But here, no, no. But here's the thing. I, I wanted to, uh, please let me get through this because you're going to make fun are of me. Are you eating like broccoli chocolate? What are you eating? It was out of soy. All right. Have you ever just been curious about trying new things? No. Okay. See, that's the difference between you and me. No. I never made out with a guy in college. None of that. That's just not who I am. Never tried to S your own D. Nope. Well, I wanted to say that I found, I saw, I, I've been seeing vegan things vegan this vegan that and then i saw vegan chocolate bars so out of pure pure curiosity i said i want to taste one of these things i want to know what it what it's like what is it what does it taste like regular chocolate and and the truth of the matter is a lot of the chocolate we consume is basically just sugar and corn syrup and garbage and fillers and things a lot of it is Okay, but when you start getting into the world of like dark chocolates and like these brands, these off brands that nobody's heard of, fair trade chocolate, which is stuff that's you know I don't know like they they, they, they they trace they, they trace the beans back to you know and it's all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Then then and and you get more cacao. Like the darker the chocolate, the higher percentage of the cacao, cacao. Mm-hmm. So apparently this is a v, this is a dark chocolate organic vegan paleo bar. There's no palm oil, no refined sugars, no cane sugars, no dairy, no gluten, no emulsifiers, no soy lecithin. All of which, by the way, is found in typical chocolate. Okay, but so it's more pure, and apparently there's no right, whatever. It's plant based, all that crap, right? Anyway, so I saw this bar. It's called Who H U, not a sponsor. <laughs> and I see it in the store, and it was it was five dollars. I'm like. And I'm, it was a big Brody. It was a big cardboard looking. I'm holding it in my yeah. hand. The, the cardboard. Like, yeah. Wow. You know those big wait, giant. Wait, wait. It tasted. It tasted like cardboard. <laughs> no, it actually tasted really good. But that's not where I had the problem. It wasn't the taste. So when you see it on the shelf, it was just this big giant. You know, you know the big extra oversized bars you get in the grocery store. Yeah. Not, yep. not yep. right. So I'm like, oh, give me some of this. I'm like, I'm going to take one home. Okay, five dollars. It was a splurge. It was a lot of money. 
but I wanted to taste what vegan chocolate was like. I opened the fucking thing up, and again, I mentioned this very briefly on the big show, and I'm like, what the fuck? Did I only get half a bar here? And I'm looking, and I pull out the cellophane where the bar is contained, and it literally is a third, or I'm saying a half, or maybe maybe two-thirds the size of the actual outer cardboard pouch. It's suspended like like there's like like a like a little inch on either side suspended in the middle is the fucking actual chocolate. It slides out. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, yeah. what's the what's the name of this chocolate? <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, Brody. What's the name of the chocolate? It's <laughs> oh, we'll do this together. Okay. <laughs> it's 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 who? Hugh? It's it's Hugh. H U. Oh, so on the Hugh count of three, no, it's <laughs> hashtag fuck, fuck Hugh. Fuck Hugh. Fuck Hugh. Okay. Yeah. Fuck I'm you. A sucker. You're a sucker. Or fuck you. you. You know what? Here. Ripping up the cardboard. Fuck you. How dare you guys trick everybody? Why don't you make trick the packaging everybody. the size of the actual chocolate? Why the hell do I open the freaking thing and outslides something half the size? That's joke? what she said. Insert joke. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. See? I said you, yeah. And you did. And I did. That's what she said. You right. inserted the joke. Right. Exactly. So, but, but Brody, I mean, I, I mean, we, well, listen, we see this with potato chips all the time. Right, but that's because it needs air in the potato chips so they don't break. You, I you get know, that. You open up a bag of, like, oh my God, there's a big bag of chips. You open it up, okay. and there's like six chips in it. But there's a reason for that. But is the reason for what you're describing that vegans are just so happy to see a vegan product they don't care? Yes. Oh, I got <laughs> vegan chocolate. Oh my God, they... That exists. Uh, I'll buy it. While you were talking, I I looked up vegan chocolate. It is chocolate vegan. And chocolate inherently is vegan, but there's different levels of veganism. Yeah. And so if you are uber vegan, in other words, extra fun at parties. Right. uh, You won't be eating any of the stuff that I listed earlier. Did you know there's different levels of kosher? Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. There's, and some there's, people, like, there's in glot the Jewish tradition. kosher. Glot right, kosher. Right. So there's sometimes Jews won't eat food unless it's blessed by a certain sect of rabbi yep. or by a certain rabbi. Yeah. Like in your in your community, it's got to be by Rabbi A yeah. because Rabbi B's standards aren't as high. Right. Maybe Rabbi uh, B uh, looks the other way on some things. And then sometimes Jews eat at Sedell's. <laughs> not the ones I know. Awful. Because it's Jewish, it's kosher style. It's but style. That's it's kosher not, style. It's not kosher. That, you know, that's that's L.A. Jewish style. I'm not going back there. I'm not having that conversation again about that fucking place full of dill. Which, by the way, no. is still closed because of COVID. Good. See what you did? They have no Good. outdoor it's from, dining. It's from dill. It's not the COVID. It's dill 19 that closed that place. So you, you're looking that? at the vegan chocolate and you're seeing it online and you're... Ugh. You don't like and it. it. it's, it's No, because it says chocolate is basically vegan. But then it's like, well, you know, uh, does it have, how much cacao does it have in it? Cacao, cacao. Vegans look for chocolate with more than 50% cacao. That's correct. So you want want high cacao rates Mm -hmm. and you want less sugar. In fact, if you take a look at the sugar content on this kind of stuff, it's very low. And there's no no artificial sugars in it. And again, this is not a commercial. But But again, you know what? You're vegan, you're not eating animal product. I get it. I'm going to go on the record. I can't process my sugar. I'm going to go right here, Brody, and I'm going to put this on the record and say that if I put to, if if I gave you nope. a vegan chocolate, well, hold on, if I give you a taste test of v- vegan chocolate versus regular chocolate, like a, like an off-brand chocolate bar and a, a square of vegan chocolate, I guarantee you you would not be able to tell which one was the vegan chocolate bar. Guaranteed. 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 Yeah, because it's that good. 
It was great, but not worth not great worth worth five dollars in like a half no, a square. No. Yeah, I'm not buying that then. Can you spare? Out. Can you spare a square? I can't spare a square. Now, who's making a reference from the early 2000s? Yeah, as opposed to the early 70s, meatloaf. Okay, uh, excuse great. Excuse me. People know meatloaf? Seinfeld. If I say spare a square, the most of the people really? la- listening to this podcast and you, know. And you, th- you can think you spare more people know one episode of Seinfeld? Then meatloaf? No, because his musical career? No, because no. You said what did you say to the meatloaf joke? When I said when I, I said, said two out of three ain't bad. That's two out of three ain't bad. You one song bad. out of one song out of Meatloaf's catalog from the seventies versus one of the most popular episodes on Seinfeld. Can you spare a square? Get the fuck yeah, out of here. Uh, yeah, but I'm not talking. Listen, Seinfeld is one of the all time greatest shows, but people aren't streaming Seinfeld like they're streaming Friends right now. Well, that I know. I don't think I don't think Seinfeld translated to to twenty somethings the way Friends did. No, no, I, I agree. I think Seinfeld was more of a Gen X show. So, so do us a favor, yeah. tweet us, tweet us at David Brody at Scary oh. Jones at the Brooklyn Boys. Uh, are you are you more likely to get a meatloaf reference? Are you two out of three ain't bad meatloaf reference right. or spare a square Seinfeld reference? Please. Come on, Brody. Come on. Two out of three in bed. Is, I guarantee our audience, if you if you didn't hear it new, no. your parents listened to it. In the car, you heard the song. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Come on. Yeah, people don't Bat know. Bad out of hell. Be that, yeah, bat, yeah, of course. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Everybody yeah, knows that. It's a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Come right. on. People have seen that. Come on. Oh, my God. Give me I a I love Elaine. The woman couldn't spare a square. It was hilarious. Right. Exactly. All right. It's not we were on a break. No. Friends is on a different I'm not level. crying. You're crying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. And here oh, we are. By the way, speaking of uh, shows that are bingeable now and uh, The Office, I have a couple of friends that start, not friends from the episode, friends. No, not, not talking about the show. My friends uh, are getting into The Office, and they never did first time around. And they were telling me, because personally, I've. I've only seen scattered episodes of The Office, and I'm just like, eh. But You're a lot a more people. But a lot of people I know are like watching The Office now in order, and they say once you get in on the jokes, you can watch any episode and think they're yes. off the he, charts funny. And yes, and now, so now I'm kind of curious. I kind of want to start. The well, you, you okay? Here's the problem with The Office, one of the greatest shows. The first season is difficult. It's yeah. a short season. It's not as good as the show when as it gets into gear. Right. And if you're someone that's easily offended by 2020 standards, oh, you're going to be offended by everything that happens on that show. Because it's not stuff that happens in an office in the year 2020. Well, because it's, it's the thing that everyone would be upset about now. So if you, if you hold old programming to current standards... Oh, forget it. You can't. You can't enjoy The Office. But if you're someone who's like, hey, listen... That was the way it was back then. Those jokes were made. Then that's fine. I well, mean, well, there's fat jokes, gay jokes, harassment in the workplace. Yeah. Uh, a, lot racial, of me, a lot of Me Too movement a jokes. A lot of racial jokes that are like, oh, you, you couldn't say that now. But they, but they were, it was a different time, man. Well, the, well, <laughs> the question is, do you, hold, do you hold current standards responsible yeah, well, and just get rid of history? I mean, what do you do? Whether, whether the, you like, well, well, whether well this is like, going to spark, we don't want to go down these roads. Down the whether you like Bill Maher uh, or not, he did a great, a great bit, oh, about a year ago, on people holding TV shows to today's standards. He said, what he said was, you can't blame people for not being woke before people were woke. 
And you can't say you would have been woke in 1998 because you would have been 1998. Yes. You wouldn't have been now, you know, you wouldn't have had the same uh, social media banter and, and social justice concerns, even though you say you do, because the world wouldn't have told you that it, that things were wrong yes. to the level they are now. So then now how do you we, feel we that... Well, things... Right, well, uh, well then what, what do you feel do you really about want to go, uh, Disney? No, if, think... no, if we're talking about if we're sticking on entertainment, then how do you feel about Disney hiding certain films and saying, even though you have Disney+, Plus, you can't watch our entire you're catalog? Song, you're talking about Song of the South. Correct. Yeah, and they're changing the ride. Um, yep. I think if you watch Song of the South and how it was written and mm-hmm. the tones and the context, yeah. it's not a great thing for kids to see as the norm. It's not, but, but, by, but by the, by the lo- no, no, that but, logic uh, of no, what I'm you're just saying. I'm talking about eight-year-olds, Scary. I'm not talking about 25-year-olds. Right. Oh, no, I'm not saying I agree or disagree. This if is you, all, if this you is all watch, just... If you watch things and you see characters, yes, so, master, that kind, you're going to think, oh, that's how black people talk. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, they they love picking cotton. Look at them in the field. They're loving that. That's not. That's, that's not, not reality. Right. You don't want to ever put that into an eight year old's head because right. unless someone's sitting there going, "That's not real." So, Why so I, that's where you would. I'm, I'm exaggerating the movie a little. No, bit, I'm saying that's, that's where you would point. draw the line. Is what I'm saying. Like, so something like The Office should be able to exist because oh, it exists. I'm saying there. Are, I know people. Right. I've heard people of a certain age say, "Oh, I can't with that show," and that's so offensive. And I go, oh, "Okay." Well, here's a story that broke um, nationally, and I would like your opinion on it. So, Trader Joe's has a line of products. Oh, I heard. I know. They, I know about that. Go ahead. Yeah, for the audience. I know where you're going where, with this. Where now, Trader Joe's sells all kinds of food, but they have yeah. separate lines of food. Yeah. Like they have a, I think it's Mexican food or Tex-Mex. Yes. Yeah. Line, right. That they they rebranded Trader Jose's because that is the Spanish version of Joe Trader right. Joe. And then they did a a line of Asian food, yep. and I think they called it Trader Monk. Trader, or something Trader, like. Trader Ming. Trader Ming, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, I assume that Ming is the equivalent of Joe, a very common name that they that they decided to like. Oh, make it like if you made kosher food and you called it like uh, Trader Abraham's, You're like oh, I get it, Abraham, because it's uh, Jewish. I get it. Okay. Well. A story broke a couple of weeks ago that there was a petition to get them to stop doing that. That's right. That people were offended by Trader Jose. Uh, even though it wasn't, it, they were just, okay, whatever. Um, and so the story came out that they're going to change the name. They're going to stop doing that. So yesterday they released a statement saying, we never said that. We're not changing yeah. the name of the I product. Have it right, I actually have the article right here uh, saying... So Trader Ming's, Trader Jose, and Trader Giotto's. Uh, okay. They, okay. Now, so yesterday, the new statement is a reversal is of a Giotto preview. Japanese food? Is that what that is? G-I-O-T-T-O. I, maybe Italian. Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, maybe. No, uh, well, Joe is Italian. Trader whatever. Joe's. Trader Giuseppe's would have been probably. So anyway, as of yesterday, they said this is a reversal of a previous statement uh, saying that the creators of the petition said uh, the, the latest statement is a departure from the company's commitment to removing products that they have recognized have been not been inclusive or conducive to creating a welcoming, rewarding customer experience. So anyway, they, they go on to say that um, they they, don't they, they, they're not going to change it. They said four days later, the company says, we want to be clear. We disagree that any of these labels are racist. We do not make decisions based on petitions. 
says the latest right. statement. We right. make decisions based on what customers purchase, as well as the feedback we receive from our crew members and customers. If we feel there's need for change, we do not hesitate to take action. So rest assured, fans of uh, Trader Giotto's, Trader Ming's, and Trader Jose's, as of right now, July 30th, 31st, they, the company came out and said they are not going to uh, and listen to the petitions, and they will continue to make those products. Right. Now, I have not seen, I'm being honest, I have not seen pictures of what Trader Jose looks like. Now, if he's a caricature, right, where it might be mocking culture, right, that, that's, that's a different conversation. But if people are just upset that you're slapping Jose on a product that's Mexican, that's where the, the store drew the line. And they were like, that's not, we're not doing that. We're not going there. Right. So I, like, my point was um, everyone has their level of vegan. Everyone has their level of being offended. Yeah. And it's a matter of whether or not you would enjoy the office is really my point. If you're offended by Trader Jose's, you're probably going to be, be offended, offended by, by the, the office. office. Right, yeah. And you should probably be offended by Friends because Friends has racial jokes, gay jokes, fat shaming. Uh, there's, it's all there. There's hardly any black people on the show. In fact, I was watching, um, I think it was a TikTok video. It was, okay, so uh, there is Brody, look at Brody getting into TikTok. I'm getting into the humor of it. So there's there was a video that was showing a mistake. Huh. Huh. A mistake on Hold Friends. Hold on, mark that down, folks. Uh, yeah, Episode 137, down. Brody comes around on TikTok <laughs> after one, totally annihilating me on ever being or associated with TikTok in any way. Well, you were, t- you were watching it for a different reason. Anyway. Bullshit. So there's an episode of Friends. Bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. There's an episode of Friends where two of the cast members are in an airport, right? And the two black people walk by in the background. Yeah. And the woman is wearing a very obvious loud outfit with a loud hat. Well, not loud, but uh, it may have been an African uh, design. It was something very noticeable. It wasn't like just a plain yeah. outfit. You wouldn't, it was, it was like standout. They call an airport in another city for a different member of the show. And in that airport scene, they use the same extras in the background and it's the same black people walking by in the background. Wow. <laughs> and in the history of the show, there have only been three black people that were on the show more than twice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So again, you, you could say- different, well, yeah, Then you could say, you chalk it up to different times. Well, you, you could also say, if you watch a black TV show, some you could watch a black TV show, there's no white people on it. Well, but people could again, it's 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 a level of comfort. So anyway, for, the office is a good show. Right. Uh, if you're offended easily by jokes from the '90s, you might be offended by the office. Maybe, yeah, maybe just a little bit. But we right. we both agree that uh, Song of the South needs to uh, be put, go into Disney's uh, vault and never come back. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about never. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think if adults watched it and. I, I don't what know. about I'm what about if it. it's what I'm about it. if it's something like that is used as an example to remind people of where we were and where we came oh, from and as a, as a, as, a, as a teachable moment? But that's different. That's different than a kid wandering on, onto it and finding on Disney it Plus on Disney Plus and, and watching it, going, huh, 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 huh. Yeah. Speaking of Disney uh, Plus, have you got have you seen Hamilton on Disney Plus? Of course. The day the, the night it came out at midnight or three o'clock in the morning, whenever it was, we watched it with the original cast. That's fantastic. From the Broadway show. Ugh. It's fantastic because the, you know what's great? Not only to see the music, you hear the music rather, the facial expressions are outrageous. Yeah. But here's a little recommendation. Scary. I don't know if I told you this. About three or four years ago, Weird Al Yankovic came out with Hamilton Polka. 
Have you heard it? No. So there's video of, Dude, you think I would have. You know I'm yes, a fanatic. As am I. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda posted a video. Al sent him the file, and this video of him hearing it for the first time. It's great. Because Lin-Manuel grew up listening to Weird Al like yes, we did. he's a big fan. Okay. So the Hamilton polka is fantastic. Brilliant. However, about a week after it came out on Disney+, Plus, Al synced up the video from the live broadcast to the audio from the Weird Al Polka. Oh my God, is this online right now? It's Isn't on Disney+. Plus. No, it's on YouTube, dude. Oh, good. It's a Weird Al video. Oh, it's Weird Al. Oh my God, I gotta go see this. So, so you lose a point for not knowing this, uh, and I'm pretty sure I texted it to you, but uh, that's fine. Go watch it. It's, it's brilliant. I'm going to. It's brilliant. It's like, I'm gonna take my shot. I'm not going to miss my shot, but with polka music, and it's sped oh, up a little bit. I love it. But but now watching it with the footage from the play, it's it's classic. Now, you uh you you had some unused jokes that you wanted I to do. get to because we yeah, haven't do done those in a those. while. I think we really I do should. want to get to those. I, all right, yeah, all right. I and get that. Uh, I have we have some email. We have some feedback. Some listener feedback from last week's episode. All which right, we'll and get I, to. I do want to say I'm going to get to the Home Depot rant, and I also wanted to talk about. Do I have time for for, for a short rant and then a long one later? I, I I think we have the long one. We got we got to do the Home Depot one. But let's right, let's okay. talk about some unused jokes if you don't. Okay, mind. can so we get into that? We, yes, we did a story about a guy. Wait, can I give you? some you got music? the music? I can give you some music for that. Come on. Oh, what music! Oh, these are punchlines that were unused, were written for the show. Jokes, some of these unused jokes you are involved in. Yep. These are, by okay. the way, just to set this up in case it's the first time you're hearing this because we haven't done this in forever. Uh, these are. Punchlines that were written for show members by, by, by Brody, and they, they basically they weren't they, used. They used. So they get used right here as we right. revisit so we have them. A chat, we have a chat room set up because none of us are working together. We're all working from home. And so I'll type the, the one-liners or the punchlines into the chat room for anyone to grab and work into the conversation. And these, have, these did not get used. So uh, we did a story on the air. I, I believe it was uh, Gandhi did the story about a man who got dumped. And then to win her back, he told everyone he knew to call his ex-girlfriend because she's a Star Wars fan and do Chewbacca impressions. And the best one got $100. She found it annoying. My joke was, ha, huh, Wookiee mistake. Hi-oh. That's not close. Um, Danielle had a mammogram and Elvis told Nate on our show to imagine what that was like and to do it with his nuts. To squish them on the table. And I said that would be called a manogram. And do that. Dad joke. We did a, yeah, we did a story about a haunted car wash. So I said, oh, you should you could bring your you could bring your buick there. Buick. Now look, that's the kind of joke you'd find on a Dixie cup while you're brushing your teeth. But I threw that in there anyway. Um I uh oh, uh we talked about a scrotum frog. So it's a frog that's all shriveled and and it's got like dead extra skin and it looks like a scrotum. It's called a scrotum frog. So you know the old the old uh, story. If you kiss a frog, it turns into a prince. Yeah. So I said, well, if you kiss a scrotum frog, it turns into a Prince Albert. They didn't use that joke. See, the, I thought that was clever. Right. That took some that took some thought. We were talking about the penis pepper, the same day as the uh, scrotum frog, and Elvis was like, well, what do, what kind of recipes do you use a penis pepper for? I said, oh, you put it in when you're making a pink, you put it in a pink taco. Nope, didn't use nope. it. I said, the penis pepper tastes better with pineapple juice. Right. Another, another 
Because they say that semen is supposed to taste better okay. after you eat pineapples. Well, or does it? Eat pineapple juice. Does it? I wouldn't know that. Oh, okay. Would you? Are you trying to trap me on this one? <laughs> no, asking your own date. I'm just telling you that that's what they say. That's, that's why. What they say. That's why it's always associated. It's like oh, pineapple right. and a cum joke. Right. They all go. Right. They go hand in and hand. Right, but that they say that well, porn stars, porn star guys, drink loads of fluid. Load. Well, you know, right there, okay. the joke yeah, writes right. itself. The women do. Yeah, they drink okay. loads of pineapple juice because right. uh, they say okay, that it's sweeter. Go. Moving on. The sweeter the treat. I don't know. Uh, in the, the 15 end. minute morning show podcast on the hell Thursday, I know. Thursday, maybe yeah, Thursday. Yeah. We were playing a game called uh, what's that game we play? Uh, the Ballbuster. Ballbuster. Uh, what? What's the game we played? We, the card game. Oh, butthurt. Butthurt. Where you ask one person a question about who in the room is most likely to be this. So the right. question was, who on the show is most likely to die first? Right. So so, so someone said Nate, and you said, well, Nate already had two strokes, so he's probably fine. So I said, well, you know the rule: three strokes and you're out. Now, nobody heard it. Everyone was talking over me. But a couple of listeners commented that, that they loved that joke. So the, the ones that heard it, shout out to you guys. Uh, but So it's not unused, but it was unappreciated. Um, we did a story on the show about Johnny Depp. Now, wasn't the, the story uh, Johnny Depp, what was it about he pooped his pants? Yeah, I don't know when he did, but he crapped himself somewhere. He so. crapped himself. Oh, wait, wait so hold on. So you typed me, in the room. Me, yeah, what did I write? You typed in the room, Johnny Poop. John, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Yes. No, I um I wrote uh Captain Duke. Uh, Captain nope, You did. Nope. I'm looking. I took a screenshot. You wrote Johnny Doop, Johnny Poop. Johnny Poop. Then right. I wrote he's got a new movie, What's Eating What's Gilbert Grape Eating? Yes. Okay. Then you wrote Johnny Duke. Johnny Duke. Because and then for, I wrote No, no, no. Uh, no, Captain you, Captain Duke. Okay, uh, I'm looking at it. You okay. wrote Johnny Duke. Then I wrote Edward Poopy Pants for Edward Scissorhands. Then for 21 Jump Street, I wrote 21 Dump Street. Oh. And then you wrote Captain Duke. Oh, okay, yeah. And then Elvis wrote really scary. And then you wrote Captain Duke again. And scary and Elvis wrote really again. Then I wrote uh then Garrett wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Which is hysterical, which by the way. It writes itself. Then I wrote Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Enema. Because it was Fleet Street. That's And by the way, none of these made none there. of these made it on none the air. No. And then Elvis was talking about his favorite book of all time, and how it's helping him get through the pandemic. So his favorite book is How to Make Friends and Influence People. So I said, no, the name of your new book is How to Avoid Friends and Distance from Mothers. And we didn't get to that either. So these were just some of the jokes we didn't get to. But I did want to just give credit to Roscoe's Mama to you. Roscoe Mama. Roscoe's Mama to you. Roscoe's Mama to you. Roscoe P. Coltrane. Uh, He sent me a screenshot off Instagram and it said, pro tip, and it's a picture of a, a frying pan with kale in it. And it says, pro tip, if you stir coconut oil into your kale, it makes it easier to scrape it into the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. I loved that. So I do have some free dessert stories I'm going to save. Uh, I also wanted to read one thing that Juan Valdivia sent me. Okay. It's from the Twitter account Uber Facts. Yes. And they posted this a couple of weeks ago. It says New York Mets fans, Mets fans, are the worst spellers in baseball, with Cleveland Indians fans being the best, according to a study from Grammarly. So fuck you, Grammarly. And so uh, Juan sent me that and said, um, 
obviously I wasn't in the survey because I would have boosted the ratings up for Mets fans. <laughs> so I wrote, that's, that's fake news. That is absolutely fake news. I do want to, speaking of spelling errors, you got a grammar police jingle for me? One quick one? I do. I'm looking for it, though. God, it's not easy to do on this little board here. Grammar police. Grammar police. Grammar police. So Andres Soto sent us this. Andres got you and... What is her name? Who that? Cooper? Amanda? Samantha? Oh, oh no, uh oh it's no no, it's Alex Cooper from Alex Cooper from sorry, the Call sorry, Her Daddy Podcast. Oh, who gives a fuck? Alex Stop uh, pro- stop plugging that. Call her daddy podcast. Yeah, call her daddy. But she's still great, by the way. So she posted a picture Jeez. and it's her in a bikini, and she wrote, like the motherfucking businesswoman I am. Right? That's what it said. That's the title of episode. So she says, I'm going to LA, episode 90, like the motherfucking businesswoman I am. Good. And so uh, I got a screenshot of that. I guess she posted it on Instagram. And Andres said, Scary's inappropriate podcast endorsement, which is funny. And then wrote Grammar Police. Why? Because Miss Cooper wrote business with four S's. She wrote buzziness. Yeah, but she did that on purpose. She's that she did that as an accent, like business. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. She yes, didn't she biz. did. She, did it on she didn't pro- write B I Z Z. She didn't write business. B I D. Business. She carried it out. Anytime no. you just extend the letters no. over and over no. and over, you re- no. a repetitive no. letter at the end of a word. You can't okay. say that you go. You don't see that you're being nitpicky, Brody. It's whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry, Scary. Hold on a second. I'm sorry. You're right. So you think she added the the second S at the end. Say it again. uh, Say it again, please. Oh, my God. Like the motherfucking businesswoman I am. So you think, let me get this straight. You think she added the S at the end, the second S, because it was for effect. For effect. Business. How many are there? How many many are there? Hold on. Now, uh, B-U-S, is it B-U-S-I-N? Oh, no. How did she write it again? B-U. Hold on. For everyone screaming at their phone right now. There are two S's at the end of business, as you all know. Scary apparently does not. Yeah, yeah. She, no. put, the, she put the S in the middle, which is why I said bussiness. No, how did, she spe- how did she spell it? No, how did she spell B-U- it? B-U-S-S-I-N-E-S-S. Bussiness. Oh, uh, no, no. I thought, okay. I, no, I, no, hold on a second. I thought you meant at the end of the word. I thought you meant at the end of the word, like business. I didn't know bussiness. No, it's B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S. Okay. If she had four S's at the end, that That's would for effect. six S's in That's the word. for effect. Right, but she wrote B U S S I N E S S. Oh no 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 no! I take that back. I take that oh, okay. back. Okay, I take that. Now back. she's hot enough to get away with it, and her podcast is smoking with six ends. Yes, it is. But but that's 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 not great. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's your grandpa. So Andres called her out. Good. Now I'd still have her on the show. Oh hell's yeah! And yeah, absolutely. It would be great, Alex Cooper. Your people, our people. Let's get in touch. Let's make yeah. it happen, okay? And don't not come on the show because that guy sent us that and we pointed it yeah. out. Yeah. Because he's still, he's still, he's still. With Scary and Brody. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You got to stop hitting the commercial jingle button while I'm talking. Well, you're done. We're done. I, 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 we have to go into some email, and then you want to do your Home Depot rant. We, we, we got to okay. make some time for because this one's uh, a fucking big one. No, or, yeah. or this is the one with the we're gonna yeah, continue. This is, yeah, every, yeah, and it, and it included today. Fucking hot tub time machine. Yeah. So uh, if I could just mention Home Depot for a second, because this is not about my dilemma, and it's it's not gonna go where you think it's gonna go when I tell you what it was what, what happened. So don't be like, oh, they're doing it again. We're not doing it again. Um. Sometimes people do things that don't make any sense. Yeah. And I I saw this woman do it, and now I've seen other people do it. So I'm at Home Depot, and I'm at the customer service desk. Not the returns desk, but uh, perpendicular is the customer service for, like, if you ordered something for pickup in the store, you're buying carpet, some big purchase. It's a different desk. And so they have plexiglass set up, you know, for COVID. And there's a guy behind the desk with a mask on and a woman on my side in front of me online with a mask on. And she's talking to the guy behind the, behind the plexiglass. Hmm. And because he's got a mask on and he's not saying it very loudly, a couple of times she couldn't hear him. So every time she couldn't hear him, she leaned forward, pulled her mask down and went, what? She pulled her mask down and said, to what? To hear better. So she pulled, she her, pulled mask her mask over down her to chin? hear better. Right. She pulled it down off of her mouth 
so she could hear better. <laughs> and so I, I nudged the guy. I, I nudged at the guy. I didn't touch them. But there were two rows of, um, of people online. So I said, dude, watch, watch her with the mask. Watch her with the mask. So he's watching. He's like, oh. He was laughing his ass off. So she hears him laughing and turns around. And I'm like, I'm not laughing. He's laughing. It wasn't me. But anyway, so this, she did it like five or six That's times. Silly. She, she said, doesn't realize she, what she's she doing. Funny she says what and then pulls the mask down. She what? Says, what? And then pulls the mask down as if the mask was covering her ears. As if she was wearing <laughs> earmuffs. That's just a funny observation. Yeah. Just since like when, then, yeah. I've seen two other people do it. Of course. It's like when uh, the, why women put on mascara in the mirror, they open their mouth. They, they open well, their mouth, but they're putting... I think that's to tighten your face. You put your... You but, put, but, no, it has nothing to do with your mouth. Your mouth, the mascara goes over your eyes. So you're putting... A, why do you open your mouth like... Uh, uh, like a, like a blow-up doll? I uh, think it's to open your eyes. When, I don't know. And, well, and, why, why, and why, why when we... Uh, why when, when you're running car, out of gas... But, right. You're running out of gas, turn the radio you Turn off. the radio and... Right. And, and why do you turn the radio down when you're... Uh, when you get, make a wrong turn? You need, well, you that's because you want to refocus. Because most likely I made the wrong turn because I was jamming out in my car. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. If I'm air guitaring, I tend to miss the exit. Right. Everyone knows that. Come on. Oh, look at this. I just got it. Just now got a, uh, I got a um, message, text message from IR radio alerting me that there's a new episode of phone taps available. Oh, good. <laughs> just now came to my phone. Oh, That's great. nice. That's nice. That's how about, nice. How about oh, a new oh. episode of the Brooklyn boys? That, yeah. How about that? Right. Um, speaking of, uh, can't hear you through plexiglass. I got one more quick story. I'm at Carvel. I think Carvel's a national chain. Everybody's got them. At this point. It's an ice cream place. Ice cream place. And so they've got the plexiglass from the top of the ice cream case with all the flavors to the ceiling. And the girl behind the counter who's working, she's got the mask on. She's doing good. She's got the gloves on. And same problem. It's a, you got to like kind of yell your order because you got the mask. She's got the mask and the plexiglass. So the guy in front of me, I'm assuming is Middle Eastern. And so she says, I can help you. And he's got the mask on. He's like, and so she says, what? What? You want, you want the cinnamon? Or whatever she was, I don't know what she said. And he was pointing to the vanilla, right? So he, he's saying, he says, uh, I want the vanilla. But he's got the mask on and he's going, right. And so she's saying, the mint chocolate chip? Right, this and is... Two people can't communicate with each other. And she so can't hear pointing, what he's saying. He's pointing to the vanilla. Right. The mint chocolate chip is a good six inches to the left of where he's pointing. So he's going, Right. And she's going, the mint chocolate chip, small or large? Medium? So he takes his mask off and he yells, and she says, oh, mint chocolate chip. So it wasn't the mask. It was his accent that I clearly figured out vanilla. And she could not hear what he was saying. So she took her mask off also and said, what? So he could hear the what better. Right. And then he said, vanilla. And she went, oh, vanilla. Vanilla. Right. But it took like three minutes. Of him yelling and her repeatedly saying mint chocolate chip and her shaking her, him shaking his head. So <laughs> okay, well I I'm think there's a lot of that downsides. going. A lot of that is going on. A lot of it. Right, but his accent and the mask together. But then she heard him fine when she took her mask of off. Course. Of course. Mail time. That sounds like it's mail time. 
Welcome. You've got mail. You can always email us at the Brooklyn Boys Podcast at gmail.com, and people are starting to do that a lot more. Um, we have Taylor. Oh, no, we, we don't have this one. Uh, okay, let's skip that. Uh, Does that say, don't say my name? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next week. Yeah. Uh, Michael Rempowski wrote to us. Uh, hey, Brody and Scary. Brody is spelled B-R-O-D-I. Uh, oh, very nice. Come on, I'm not a girl. Hey, guys, just heard episode 136. You guys know my hate for the Jersey Kid. But when he was roasting Brody about not being trendy enough for that steakhouse, had me dying laughing. Good shit, guys. Still got me hooked. P.S. I'm glad Brody finally got a decent mic and I don't have to hear Scary's echo. Still not as good as Scary's $549,000 setup, but good enough. By the way, he spelled dying, D-I-E-I-N-G, and it's D-Y-I-N-G. Thank you, Michael Rempkowski, for the email and the feedback. We did get, we did have uh, the Jersey Kid on last week's episode number one thirty six. He did rail Brody. I thought that it was uh, uh, hilarious. Some yeah, people did rumor. I heard rumor people thinking I got too salty with him. Well, there. Well, let me. There was the point, and here's the counterpoint from Joe P. Uh, ha, this is eighty six. The Jersey Kid. This email <laughs> is for. And by the way, eighty six in uh, the cooking world and the restaurant world means throw it away. 86 it. Like, get or rid of it. you're out of it. You're out. Or you're out of it. 86. 86, the Jersey Kid. Uh, this email is for any listeners that have not heard the podcast. Please do one of the following. Number one, skip to the 37-minute mark. Do this as soon as you hear the chalkboard voice of the Jersey Devil. It worked for me. <laughs> it worked for me. Number two, email the hell out of these two knuckleheads to keep that bozo off this podcast. I knew as soon as I so read... So Knucklehead is better than Bozo, I'm, I'm taking. I, okay. I knew as soon as I read the title, I was going to be sick. I think it was Greg T., <laughs> The Jersey Kid Returns. Um, I, I ask, why did I even press play on this podcast? Get the music ready, Scary. I did it to help you two idiots. I went months without hearing that charity case on your podcast. Even is not even. I want another episode, Jersey Kid Less. Rant is over. Please return to your normal podcast schedule. So I got to tell you, I saw a lot more love and excitement of the Jersey Kids uh, reemergence than I did of this email I just read. That was really... Only one yes, or two. But, but what if the people that were so mad, they just turned it off and they don't, they're don't? they mad at us? You think they're angry and they just didn't say anything? I think they would. I, th- I, think, he's, I think he's polarizing, to say the least. Oh, uh, okay. And uh. the fact that he attacked one of the co-hosts of this podcast that people love. The slices love this podcast. Yeah. And he attacked one of us. Right. I mean, okay, mercilessly. So, so Jorge Martinez wrote to us. Uh... Hey, Brooklyn boys, I am I am Jersey boy, not to be confused with the Jersey kid. It'll be nice to hear him from him uh, from him again on an episode, just to hear the jingle and soon hang up on him afterwards. Oh, so this person didn't. Oh, wait a second. Did I read this on the last podcast? Uh, I think it would be epic. Oh, yeah. We did, I read this on. I read this after he was on. So sorry about that email. Um, All right, you OK, suck. so I do. Yeah. Sorry about that one. Ah, uh, that one slipped away. Uh, Madeline Jarasi Jarasi said that there was a grammar police moment on supermarket sweep. Grammar police, gra- gra- grammar police, gra- gra- grammar police. Well, she says, "Hey y'all, I was watching Supermarket Sweep on Netflix, felt nostalgic, and noticed that on their captioning, they had an epic fail. The picture is attached. Whoever typed this con- this for the show should feel silly." 
And it was, uh, I guess, the caption for the hearing impaired. <laughs> They're watching that version of Supermarket Sweep. When you hear that Garth Brooks, ooh, hear, H-E-R-E, that Garth Brooks twang. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's terrible. When you hear H-E. Yeah, but the thing is, Brody, don't you think that when they type into these teleprompters, when they're doing stuff for the hearing impaired, they're just going it really fast? Don't you give them a free pass on the grammar? Because we see that often. Yeah, you, not, yeah, or not really. I feel like those people are professionals. I feel like they should they should get that. All right, I have. I a, feel like they should. Uh, Thomas's Brody rant. Play the fucking music. We're gonna call this Jackwad Brad. Brad, like fucking Becky, who thought it was okay for her entire goddamn cheerleading squad to cut the line at Disneyland in front of Brody. Sorry, I don't remember what episode that was. So that was a reference to the episode there. Yep, yep. Brad thought it was okay for his entire Little League team to cut the line at the ice cream stand. And he was waving to other parents to join him in his spot like he was the fucking mayor. Oh, hell no. He's the mayor of Douche City, 11 Little League players and seven parents. And only three of the parents had the fucking decency to say, no, Brad, we're, we're cutting the line. We're cutting the line. How about next time, Brad, you wait for the entire team to get there and then get online? Fuck you, Brad. Anyway, yeah. love you guys. Slice for Life, been listening since zero. Hopefully this story Good. makes you guys laugh. Maybe even I would have given them re- music for that. You should have given them That's Thomas Connolly. Here, here's the thing. When you, you, and I keep saying here's the thing. I say that a lot. That should be a drinking game. How many times does Scary say here's the thing during an episode? I would imagine you'd be pretty fucking sloshed by now. But I will say this. Um, a lot of times people get the free pass because kids are involved. They don't, it's not like they're holding the line or something. They're letting people cut in front because it's another adult. But it's like, oh, it's just kids. It's kids. Oh, it's all kids. You can let me get the free pass. How do you feel about no. that? No. You, no, the same with the cheerleading at Disney. No. No, because you know why? I'll tell you why. Because the three people online have to wait for 15 people when it would be much easier for the 15 people to wait for the three people to get their stuff. You're you right. You see what I'm saying? No, you but let, what I'm saying, but often people will think, I'm going to go, you know what, they're going to let my kids, it's kids, so they're not going to say anything. Oh, hell no. No, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm here, I'm waiting online. Yeah, yeah, we're just going to, no, 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 no. You know what, because I have kids also, and they're at the table waiting politely for dad to do all the work and get all the ice cream. So I'm going to get my ice cream. You know, you know that was on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, where he tries to do the old, hey, see my friend online. Hey, Mike, how you doing? You go talk to Mike, and then the people in the back of the line were like, where are you going? What, I'm hanging out with my friend Mike? Nope. No, you're not. Get no, to the back of the, the line. You don't do the friend, oh, you do the, the front seat backseat, where you let them in front of you. And then you put, oh, that's then even you, worse. you let you in front of them. The front seat backseat's terrible. Front seat backseat is awful. That's like pretty much telling everyone to go fuck themselves. That's right. And you Just because you let them in front of you, I'm behind you. I didn't get permission. It's nice you let your friend Mike in or whatever. Right? You're like, oh, Mike, yeah. come, you get in front of me. No, 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 no. The rest of the line has to approve that. And we're not approving that. Sorry. So what? here's one more. And this is, I, I got to shout out Francisco Murillo for being a role model slice for life. Because well, that's a great name, by the way. Francisco a, Murillo. That's like a pasta company. That's it really a great is. name. Like Fratelli Beretta? Hey, Francisco Murillo. Hey, Fratelli Beretta. Right. Scary? Huh? Hit the jingle.
Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Hit the jingle. Hit it's a, the that's jingle. A, I was making an example. Like for like like you, it's an Italian company. Sponsors. They're one of your sponsors. Doesn't matter. It's an Italian. We're talking no, about Italian no. companies. No, and, hit the jingle. What? No, hit you it. said you hit said Francisco. I I, I, I can say bitch. Fratelli Beretta. I can say it, it makes yeah, sense it in twice. this. It makes sense it in this spot. Hit it twice. Hit the jingle twice. We're talking about Italian companies. You were saying Francesco Ronaldo. Francesco Ronaldi. Francesco Ronaldi. That's right. You could have said that, but you didn't. Because I named another Italian company. What's wrong with that? No, We're talking no, about Italian companies. The one that, no. Well, anyway. No. Anyway, Francesco Murillo is a role model slice. You know why? Because this person decided they were going to give us a free dessert story in one paragraph. And oh. this is how you get this read. Forget about the, I know a couple of people were pissed because we weren't reading them. This is how you put, deliver well, an email. I got email. a long one to read, so hurry up. That's all right. Ultra. So this is the ultra free dessert for the Brooklyn boys. I'll try to make this as concise as possible. Already it's not concise. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, because <laughs> you wrote that. short. Why wouldn't he say short instead of concise? Right. Wouldn't here it that is. have been better? This is the perfect length. All right, here. My wife, bought a lap- My wife bought a laptop from Best Buy for in-store pickup during a $200 off promotion. Best Buy ends up handing the laptop to the wrong customer. After speaking to the regional managers, directors, and police, after a few days, we received a replacement and another $200 off. During the whole ordeal, Best Buy advised us to call our credit card company and file a fraud claim, which was bullshit. They just didn't want to admit they made a mistake. The credit card company filed an investigation and issued the refund, which was not our intention. It's been about two months, and as of right now, we got paid $200 to have a MacBook. Love you guys. Keep up the great work. Hashtag Skiri owes Brody a steak dinner. No, I don't. Thank you. And hashtag let Skiri swim in the pool. Please do. (laughs) No, you're not. Okay, so Timothy Martin Travelman, T. Martin Travelman. Timothy sent me this uh, this this morning, I think, or last night. Dear Dave Brody, well, I corrected him by the way. I don't like Dave. Uh, I ordered a gaming chair off Amazon, so the chair is already two days late. That's fine. Wasn't home, so I got the chair and started to build it, and the fucking chair had a tear in the leather. So I called Amazon, told them what happened. So they said they would send me another chair next day. Mind you, I needed this gaming chair really bad uh, for my son's birthday. So I get the other chair and the armrest was missing and they still wanted to send me the other chair. They wanted me to send the other chair back. So I thought, what would Brody do? I called up Amazon, told them what happened. I said, listen, this is what you're going to do for me. Wrong your about this chair. (laughs) I keep the other chair because I had to use the other arm for the missing new one because the chair didn't have an arm. Uh, and you're going wrong. You're and you're going to refund me my money and give me a fifty dollar gift card to Amazon Damn because straight. one chair is ripped and the other one had a missing arm and it was late. Uh, the first one was late. Five minutes later, they refunded my money for the whole chair and gave me a seventy five dollar gift card. Thank you for my free dessert. So that's pretty damn good. Love it. All right. All right. So let's let's talk about what happened with the hot tub. And by the way, I bared witness to two part of it, two parts of two it. parts of this. Yes, yeah, with with one of them me. with the last part concluding today, which yes. is still going on. All right, this one's uh, buckle up, people. Now, if you're the you're the girl who didn't like my Wayfarer story on uh, uh, Apple Podcast, Brody, if you could be as concise as that email, that would be great. That paragraph. And I got free dessert. <laughs> <laughs> So okay. why don't so, we just so, do, yeah, just yeah, right. be, so be gentle on the ears, tub. please. We, we, we ordered a hot tub on May 19th, and they said it would take six to eight weeks. Now, hot tubs are backed up, right, because high demand right now because 
people couldn't go away for vacation, didn't have summer camp for the kids. So people were buying entertainment things for the house to, to kind of make their summer a little better. So Home Depot had 24 months, 0% financing. Uh, they had a hot tub on sale that we could actually afford because they're, they're a little pricey. They're not for everyone. I get it. We've wanted one for like seven years. So we said, you know what? We're not, we're not spending money on travel. We're not, I had a wasted vacation in July uh, that we didn't go anywhere. Like a lot of people. I'm not complaining. I said, you know what would be great if we had a hot tub? Okay. My wife has always wanted a hot tub. Everybody else in the country, the hot tubs were 10 to 12 weeks minimum because not only are they, are they popular, but some of the companies had to shut down because of the COVID-19 problem. So there's a long wait. Okay. So after a couple of weeks, we go to the hot tub, and then it says in the app, expect your delivery Tuesday, June 30th. Wow, this is great. Tuesday, June 30th. That's amazing. That is six and, and by a the half. way, that's coming from the company, not from FedEx or UPS. Let's be clear. Right. That is on the Home Depot website. Right. Now, that is at the eight-week mark. Originally, it said June, uh, let's say June 15th to June 30th. Six to eight weeks, right? Okay. So then it changes to June 30th. We're like, still good, because the morning show is on vacation the last week of June, first week of July. How great. We're not going away, but we'll get to sit in the hot tub. How great is that? We're perfect timing. So Friday, the, let's say the 26th, maybe? Uh, yeah, 26th. I call Home Depot. Now, if you've ever called a company during this pandemic, uh, because people are working from home, everything takes longer or they're short staffed. So they tell you, uh, you may wait longer than uh, normal. So I call on a Friday. I wait an hour to get someone on the phone with Home Depot. And I said, hey, I got a hot tub coming Tuesday. Now, in order to install the hot tub, Scary, it's important to know two things. It's being dropped off at the curb, right, in front of my house, yep. at the edge of my driveway, yep. maybe on the driveway, which means you have to pay someone, a group of people, professional hot tub movers, yep. to move the hot tub to the back of my house up onto my deck. Yep. And, I, uh, and this, is a, this is an outsourced company. This is not Home Depot. Hold on now. You're jumping ahead. Uh, so, right I, had, right, I had to hire a company to move it. Then you have to hire an electrician because the electrician has to run a more powerful 220 line from your garage through your house, through your basement, into the backyard, hook up a cutoff switch and a whole big thing. It's a lot of money, right? You're like, oh, the hot tub is, is uh, X amount of dollars. It's like three quarters X to install it. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. So I said, listen, uh, the hot tub's coming Tuesday, according to the app. Um, should I hire the moving company officially and tell them they're coming Wednesday? Because they said, whatever day it comes, we'll come the next day. So I book them for Wednesday, and I book the electrician for Thursday. Because it's gonna be, the hot tub's got to be moved into place, and then they come the next day after that, and they install it. So I tell everybody, guys, we're good to go. So just to be sure, on Monday, I call Home Depot again. And I say, hey, guys. The hot tub's coming tomorrow. I haven't gotten a confirmation email. Uh, what's going on? They said, well, according to our records, there are no delays. Oh, great. They said, by 8 o'clock tonight, you're going to get a phone call from the trucking company. Now, you got to follow along here. The company that makes the hot tub is Strong Industries. Okay? They're in Pennsylvania. There's a company that they hire to drive the hot tub to me. In New Jersey. So they said the, the company that drive the trucking company will call you tonight by eight o'clock and confirm a window what time they're coming Tuesday. Oh, that's great. Fantastic. So I said, but listen, 
by eight o'clock if they don't call, Home Depot's closed. What do I do? Well, they'll I'm sure they'll call or they'll call you first thing in the morning. Okay. So Tuesday comes. Um there's nobody there. I call Home Depot. They say uh, they should be there uh, before 4 o'clock. Oh, okay, great. Well, by 3 o'clock, they're not there. So uh, I, I call, and I, I call Home Depot, and I go, well, where are they? I don't know. Did they call and confirm? No. Well, they should be there by 4 o'clock. So I sit around until 3.30, another 20 minutes, whatever it was, and uh, they're not there. So I call Home Depot and I said, well, we don't know. Um, you know, maybe you should call uh, the company that makes the hot tub, see what's going on. So the hot tub company, I call, I'm 17th in the queue. Okay. Um, I, I, and it says you're at, your approximate hold time is an hour and something. I, like, I can't wait. They're going to close. It's four o'clock at this point. So I call Home Depot back and they say, well, I don't know. I, I said, well, the website still says it's coming June 30th. Today's June 30th. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. So I hang up. I, I, go, I call uh, the other company back, and I, I still can't. They're, they're closed now. At this point, I, I called. I was on hold with them for an hour to the point where it expired because they closed at 5 o'clock. So I was on hold longer than they were open. Around 5.15, I get an email from Home Depot saying, your hot tub is delayed two to three weeks. Two to four weeks. I'm sorry. Two to four weeks. What? <laughs> so after, after my window on the 30th, now keep in mind, I've got, at this point it's 5.30, I think, right? The moving guys are coming the next day. So he's already hired employees and scheduled them to come the next day to install the hot tub. So Home Depot sends me an email after my delivery window to let me know, oh, by the way, it's not coming. I go back on the website. It still says it's coming the 30th. Now they're saying two to four more weeks. I'm livid because you didn't know Friday, you didn't know Monday, and now after the fact on Tuesday is when I get an email saying it's delayed two to four weeks when you told me there were no delays. Okay. So the next day, I call Home Depot and I let them have it. I get a supervisor, right, a whole thing. And they say to me, look, we're sorry. We don't know what's going on. Um, we'll try to call the hot tub company. Can you hold on, please. Hold on. They say, uh, it's an hour wait to call. Uh, we can't get through to them. I said, well, don't you have an email? Don't you have a business contact? They said, no, we have to call the same 800 number you call. I go, well, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You should be, you hire them. You should have a business to business number. Nope, they don't have a number. So I said, look, I've wasted my day. Okay, and I hired a company that now wants to charge me for the labor for the guys who were hired because they had to cancel at the last minute when they made plans. Well, here's what we'll do. We, we will make good when the hot tub arrives. Call us and we'll make good. But we can't give you anything now because something else may happen between now and when it arrives. And we'll just we'll make it all one thing. So let's just get it to your house first. Okay. I get a phone, so so, that, then, so they said, do me a favor, call the hot tub company and, and see, because we can't be on hold for two hours, call them and see what the story is with your hot tub. I call Strong Industries. Scary, it took me four hours and 43 minutes to get in touch with them before they answered the phone. Of course. Four hours and 43 minutes. So I called at nine o'clock when they opened. 
from my house phone. I had it on speakerphone during the morning show. I left it on in the background. And then for the next four hours and 43 minutes, it sat there and I, I, I walked around the house with it and they finally picked up. It took an hour to get in touch with someone at that company. So I was on the phone for about five and um, about five hours and 35 minutes, roughly. And they told me, yeah, it looks like it's backed up two weeks. Well, why didn't you tell Home Depot? Well, we didn't know until uh, yesterday. Well, I got kind of confirmation it was coming. Okay. So I get off the phone with them. I call Home Depot and I say, uh, this is ridiculous. They're telling me it's at least two weeks. You, you wasted my time again. So they said, uh, we're going to give you somebody. We're going to put someone in touch with you. Uh, we're going to assign someone, uh, an advocate. You can get an advocate like Wayfair. They, they called it um, uh, resolution expert, right? We're going to assign you a resolution expert. So they give me Miss Clark. Miss Clark says, oh, we're going to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to call the, the hot tub company myself, and I will get back to you, sir. We are going to get to the bottom of this. You take down my name. She gives me her full name, but we'll just say Miss Clark for now. Very professional, sounded military, very like forceful. Great, Miss Clark is on the case. Oh, four days go by, five days go by. I don't hear from Miss Miss Clark. Doesn't get back to me. I call back, and they give me uh, Cheryl. Cheryl says, "Oh, I work with Miss Clark. I can help you." I give her the whole rundown about what happened. Right? She says, "All right, I'm going to find out for you what's going on. I'll call you back by tomorrow." Well, Cheryl does not call me for four or five days. I keep calling them. You can't call the resolution people. They're in an ivory fucking tower. You can't reach them, right? You're like, but I know her name. Yeah, we have, we have no, we're just the customer service people. We don't have access to them. They have an internal messaging system where they can send like an instant message. And then if they feel like getting back to the phone up, the phone rep, they can do that. But you can't get in touch with them. They can't transfer you. Nothing. There's, there's no way to get in touch with the resolution gods. They're up in the tower, and they're, they're making decisions for everybody, controlling everything, but you can't get in touch with them. Okay. So I finally get in touch with, with the second one, Cheryl, and she says, all right, your hot tub's coming, uh, and she tells me the day it's coming, and I can assure you, Scary, that day it did not come. Of course not. So again, right. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't have a rant. Right. 12 to 4. I'm at my house again, 12 to 4. Nobody shows up. I call the, the ivory tower people. Don't get in touch with me. I'm, I'm, I'm fit to be done. Finally, finally, I get a, I get, I get a woman uh, who says to me, you know what? Uh, I will take care of this. The resolution people aren't getting back to you. I'll take care of it. She says to me, you have a delivery coming. They're coming on uh, Monday. Right, she, they called me on Friday from Home Depot, uh, and they said you're going to get a phone call tonight that the that the shipping company is going to call you and confirm what day you want the hot tub. Fantastic! I get a call from the shipping company. The shipping company says, "Hi, Mr. Brody, we have your hot tub. What day next week would you like it? Monday, please. Monday. I want it the first available day. Not a problem, sir. We'll see you Monday, twelve to four. Oh, great! Fantastic! All right." Sounds like uh, the story's wrapping itself up. Oh, no, it's not. Monday, <laughs> 3.30, I call Home Depot. Hey, it's 3.30. They said they'd be here by 4 o'clock. Should I worry? Uh, we're going to call oh. and check that for you. Okay. So they call and they say, oh, we spoke to the, uh, we spoke to the shipping company. You're, you're three stops away. Oh, great. Okay. I, they're running late. No problem. Ooh. I have no problem with them yeah, running late. They're on the clock, Brody. Right. They're on the so clock. I, right. So I Their said, time is so ticking. I, so I said. <laughs> With three yeah, stops so left said, at 3.30? Right. 
You, you, right. you're, I, I think I know what the, how this ends. Uh, hold on. So I said, well, okay, but at what point tonight do I give up? Because I, like, I can't go in my backyard. Right. Because if, if they're in the front, if they don't ring my bell, I may miss them. So they may leave. Your entire day is now revolving around right. waiting for this delivery. My entire Monday is sitting in my living room, looking out the front window. Of course. And that was your. And by the way, nap. that was your first mistake. Right. I'm not taking a nap. I don't want to miss anybody. I'm not. I'm not going online and be distracted. I. 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 My, have my wife pick my daughter up for the noon pickup because she leaves work. Because I'm like, if I leave for a half hour to get our daughter uh, where she's at, I'll miss them. So my wife left work. Okay. At 5.30, I call Home Dude, Depot. I'm like, uh, You're like a senior we? citizen waiting to get into Friendly's at 5 o'clock for the, for the early bird special. You are, sta- you are just waiting. You're just standing outside. You're just like, I'm here. I'm attentive. Open the door. Let me in. Do you know the face I'm making you right now? Um, okay. Okay, at 5.30, Home Depot says- But that's you. Why do you allow- but, Okay. This, because I, I want my hot- Because I waited eight weeks. I got to be honest, man. You know- I, Excuse me, I waited 10 weeks. It's 10 weeks you I are, paid for the hot tub. You are- You create these problems. No, no, you I don't. You put too much stock into these fucking companies. I'm Scary. listening to this here being like- Hold on. I would have been- I did out. all the right things. I called four days in advance. I called a day in advance. I, I crossed all right. the T's, dotted the I's. I tried everything. But when you're dealing with, a co- when you, when you're dealing with one company as- Three companies. Three well, companies. Well, that's that. You didn't let me finish. When you're dealing with one company for order fulfillment, another for shipping, and then another yeah. for delivery, right? They're rarely all on the same page. They 100%. don't owe each other an excuse. They could one company tells you one thing, and the other one's right. going to tell you something else. Oh, by the way, and, Miss Cheryl, Miss Cheryl told me if I'm upset with the with the delivery system with the delay, I should call the the, the hot tub manufacturer. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. My money goes to you guys. You fix the problem. They wanted me to like fix everything. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't pay them. I pay you. You paid them. You hired them. I don't I, care what you yeah, This is all to be expected when you're taking shipment of something that's a three tons. You have not listened to this podcast. It's not three tons. It's, it's 600 pounds. Whatever anyway, it is. Okay. So 530, I call Home Depot. I go, hey, uh, just uh, just checking. Oh, yeah. We'll, oh, yeah, not a problem. We'll call them. You're two stops away. Oh, I'm two stops away. No problem. 7 o'clock, 7.30, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. At this point, I go, all right, they're not coming. They're not coming. So I jump in the pool. I try to have a five minutes of relaxation in my life. Then I, so I, but at this point, I have to text the guy, the moving guys, not to come. This is the second time now. He's like, hey, man, uh, we're not coming. Don't tell us to come until it's at your house. We're, we're not coming. We're, don't tell us it's on the way because they're obviously not dependable. So I call, I call up... Uh, Home Depot, the next day, I tell them, they go, oh my God, we're so sorry, we'll make it up to you. I go, you're damn right, you're going to make it up to me. I call the shipping company. They give me the number. I said, what happened? Oh, we don't know, the driver just came back, he was running late, and he just he, he, he just came back. He just came back. How do you not call me? How do you not say, hey, we're running late, we'll come tomorrow? Give me a heads up. No, they just decided, fuck it, we're just going to go home. We're just, we're, I'm tired, I'm going home. Two stops away. Because they don't have anyone it. to answer to, and they, they don't need to give you good customer right. service. Because at the right. end of the so, day, right. Right. It, it's right. your so product that they home. haven't... The guy went home not, with the hot tub on the truck. He went home. Of course he did. Right. It'll do it. But you should have seen that coming, Brody. You're a smart guy. You know that three stops away at that hour, you're like, ah, fuck it. This shit ain't happening tonight. Done. I said, though, specifically, listen, if he's not going to come, it's fine. Oh, no, 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 no. They said he's coming. Well, he didn't come. 
But okay. who's they though? The people at the company or the other company that doesn't Home know? Home Depot. That's your problem said, no, because no, Home Depot does not called... control the people in the truck. It's a separate right. company. They right. answer okay. to a different fucking boss. They right. don't answer to Home Depot people. Right. But you know this already. You're yes, a, you're a veteran okay. in this game. So Tuesday. Why are you taking Home makes... Depot's word for something oh, like right. that? Tuesday. Tuesday is where Scary gets into the story. Scary gets involved in the story now on Tuesday, the next day, because as I'm on the phone with Scary. The truck shows up with my hot tub, right? They said they were coming. They showed up. The guy backs up uh, in front of my curb, and the back of the truck is even with the edge of my driveway. He didn't back up where the back of the truck was in the middle of my driveway. He stopped and and opened the truck door, the back of the truck, at the exact point where my driveway starts, right? Okay. There's one guy on the truck. One guy. For a 650-something pound hot tub on a pallet that's wrapped in plastic, which with, with everything together must have weighed like eight, 900 pounds. I don't know. So he says, hey, man, how's it going? I go, hey, uh, any idea what happened yesterday while your company no-showed? He says, oh, yeah, that was me. What? Yeah, he goes, I was supposed to come here, but it was late, and they, they called me back in. Oh, they called you back in? Yeah, they told me, just bring it in. They bring it in. Tell me to bring it in. Yeah, they, not the people at Home Depot. No. But they, he, his but, bosses. Right, but his, his company. Bosses, his bosses played the nut role. Oh, we don't know. He must have just, he must have just come in. But he, he tells me this. He's like, oh, yeah, they, they told me to bring it in. Dude. So one of them's lying. Now, he's not going to tell me to my face I was tired. I went home. Dude, they're a schlepping service. They, they're fucking lying through their teeth right. so with I every said, chance so they I get. Said, so I said, all right, guy. I said, all right, we just, uh, no problem. I said, can you get the hot tub on the driveway? Yeah, no problem. So he says, I just want to let you know the hot tub's damaged. What? He says, yeah, it got damaged. It's, I go, so I waited 10 weeks for a hot tub? You didn't show up yesterday? I go, when did you find out it was damaged? Oh, yesterday when they put it on the truck. So yesterday, you didn't bother telling anybody? So maybe I got a phone call. I could have called the company, got a different hot tub? It's damaged? Where is it damaged? So he shows it to me. The whole bottom of the hot tub is, a, is a one big piece of plastic, like a plastic case. And there's a, there's a dent in it and a gash. I said, how'd that happen? He goes, I don't know, man. That's how I got it. Everybody blames the other guy. Everybody, oh, yeah, the other guy did it. Hey, did it let's fast forward to the next part of the story. Okay. So now I'm like, you know what? I got to... We're working on 30 minutes on this rant, by the way, Brody. Yeah, you say so you were on the phone me, for four and a half hours. I'm sorry. That so was the last time that I said anything on this podcast. Four and a half right, hours ago. You've been a good boy. I appreciate it. So he says to me, you want the hot tub? I go, well... You're here. You might as well leave the hot tub. Maybe they can replace the part. Something. He said, all right, I'll get the hot tub onto the driveway. So I said, well, so I'm, I'm watching him. He lowers the back. He puts the thing on the, on the, on the, on the bed. There's like a, a lift that comes out that extends the truck. And that lowers the hot tub down. But it's, he's by himself. They didn't give him a second guy. He's by himself. So Why would they? at this point, Scary calls. And now I'm talking to the guy as Scary's talking to me. I said, Scary, you're not going to believe this guy's trying to get this hot tub. It's, it's hanging off the edge of the back of the truck. If he swivels, he's trying to swivel it. It's going off the side, Scary. Of course. Scary, I said, I said, you know the drama. You know I've been waiting 10 weeks for this thing. It's going over the side. So now I'm taking, I'm taking pictures of the thing over the, end, over the side. And I'm like, I want to take video, but I don't want to be obvious. Because it's good. how great of a video if it goes over. 
And it was at that poof. moment I realized Brody was living in a fucking movie. And right. this is scary, everything that scary, he's heard ever... The guy. Oh, I forgot, Scary. You heard the guy tell me it was I damaged. heard him. I, I was I went, listening to this live on the phone, and I'm thinking, right. like, this guy really... A black cloud yeah. follows this right. dude, and with fucking thunder and lightning over him everywhere right. he goes. Because right. I'm, I'm, like, listening to, I'm listening to this unfold in motion after the culmination right. of this 10-week ordeal. Right. So, so I, tell, I tell Scary, he goes, I, Brody, I goes, I believe it. I understand now. It's all real. I'm hearing it happen. So I go, Scary, I got to go. I got to take video. I got to take pictures. I got to go. So Scary gets off the phone. The guy, 40 minutes, he can't get the thing onto the back of the, the flat panel thing, the, 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 the truck lift, the, uh, the tailgate part, right? Finally gets it on. He lowers it to the ground, okay? He swivels it off the tailgate onto part of my lawn because the, where the truck is parked, he couldn't get it into the street, and he ended up partly on the lawn, and now he can't get the forklift under it, like the, the, the jack you put under it. He can't get it. You know that you know the pallet has those slots? You've been to Home Depot yeah, or yeah, Costco? The, the, with the slots, of course, because right. the forklift so has to slide in right. between it to lift everything and, up. Right, right, right. Now, it's, now that part's raised off the ground because of the, it's on my lawn. So he can't use the pallet jack to lift it, and now he can't get it off the lawn, and he says, hey, man, can you help me move this? What? It's, hey, dude, it's not my job to move a 600-and-something-pound hot tub. Like, I'm all about helping you. It's my hot tub. I get it. But I am not in, in shape strong enough or built to move a hot tub. He's like, I just need you to hold it so it doesn't fall. You want me to hold it so it doesn't fall? Are you kidding me? You want me to hold it? He's like, yeah, I just need you to, I need the leverage. I need to get the pallet under the, the, the lift on. I go, no, 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 no. No. I go, is there another guy in the area you can call somebody? She goes, she calls, he calls the trucking company and they go, no, nah, we don't got anybody in the area. He goes, no, I'm on my own. Yeah. So it's, it's crushing my grass and it's at an angle off my curb. And now he can't get it off because it'll flip. It, honestly, it took another 35 minutes to figure out how to shimmy it onto the street. And then he had it. He had to have me hold it up again. And then he's like, this isn't going to work. He goes, I'll hold it up. You get the pallet jack. I'm going to pull the plastic out from under it, and you slip the pallet jack in. So now I'm sliding the pallet jack in like I work there and lifting it up. I'm like, am I done now? Am I good? I'm like, why don't you have a partner? Now we never get partners. For hot tubs? No. The whole thing was well over an hour to get it inside. So I'm looking at it. The whole bottom is, is damaged, right? I'm like, I, but it's like a piece they could replace. So he go, he leaves finally. And uh, I call the hot tub company. Again, it took me almost two hours to get them. Oh, I called, I called Home Depot. Home Depot said, um, we can get you a new one, but it might take three to four more weeks. What? Can we no. skip to today? Let's skip to today. What happened today? Right no, before no, we no, went on. No, no, no. The best part's coming. I'm going to skip to the best part. So uh, I ended up taking the Why don't we the skip a half hour ago No, to the no. Part. I'm sorry, man. So the hot tub company don't finally- Don't apologize to me. me. Apologize to these listeners. I feel so okay. bad. We're holding them the hostage. Hot, okay, the hot tub- Hold Thank on. God for the, the skip hot, button. Shut the fuck up. The hot tub company says, we, uh, we, well, we can replace the bottom part. It's one piece. We'll replace it. Great. Can you get somebody here tomorrow? Because the thing's taking up my whole driveway, and I have an electrician and a moving company ready to go. They go, oh, no. We can get you somebody in like a week. I don't need anybody in a week. I need the hot tub installed now. They go, well, we, we contract out. I mean, you were in Philadelphia. We, if we get a guy up there, it's going to take three to five days minimum. So I call the moving guy and the hot tub guy, and they say, special kind of tape. You can tape it up. You'll be fine. I go, I go, and you know what? You'll just, I said, fine, all right, Home Depot's going to owe me money for this. I get's fine. So 
We installed the hot tub. I taped up the bottom of it. I paid everybody. Everybody's good. I got the hot tub ready to go. I call Home Depot and I say, all right, this is what I went through. I rehashed the whole, I, I tell the girl, she goes, I got to get you someone from the department, from, uh, from uh, 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 escalations, whatever. And, I, and Cheryl won't answer the phone. Miss Clark won't answer the phone. I said, you know what? Get me anybody. Get me any woman you can. Uh, any man, anybody in that department. So I get, I get a third woman on the phone, okay, Andrea, okay? Andrea says, tell me the story. I tell her the story. And I said, and I was promised you guys would take care of me financially. I, I'm moving the thing by myself. I waited weeks, wasted my time, 10 hours of phone calls. She says, well, what would it take to make you happy? I said, well, I have a number in my head, but uh, you're going to be shocked when you hear it, and then we're going to have to fight over it. She says, well, give me a number. I said, $1,000. She's okay. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. That was too easy. I should have said 2000 She said, no, don't push it. I said, well, what number could I have said where I could have gotten it eventually? Like I could have said 1500 No, I think you're good. So I got $1,000 off my hot tub. Good for you, Brody. No. Then I called the company that, that, that was going to come that didn't want to come fix it right away. And they are giving me $200 for my trouble. Right? And I told them in an email, listen, it's too late. The hot tub's installed. I don't need you to get me anybody. Just do me a favor. Send me an extra corner panel because that's got some scratches on it. I'll replace it myself. Uh, no problem. Thanks. Okay. So there you go. Nope. Today, I'm on the phone with Scary Jones. And uh, now keep in mind, this was two weeks ago. My daughter says to me, Dad, there's some strange guy on the back deck by the hot tub. What? In the backyard? What? So I look out the, do the, the windows that we have uh, doors to the deck. I look out the doors and there's some guy on my deck who doesn't look like I would be friends with him. He's kind of frightening looking. And uh, no, he wasn't wearing flip-flops. And I, I yell at him through the door. I go, excuse me, can I help you? Yeah, I'm here to fix the hot tub. What? From what company? He says the company. I've never heard of it. So Scary's like, what's going on? I said, Scary, I don't know. He says, oh, the Strong Industries sent me to fix your hot tub. They said it arrived damaged. So the company that shipped me a broken hot tub cracked on the bottom that told me I had to wait two weeks for repair, that I said, don't bother, because you can't fix the bottom of the hot tub once it's filled with water. Forget about it. Just send me some money, right? They sent the repair guy today. Yep. Yep. Who didn't think to ring my doorbell, just went in my backyard. Showed up on the back climbed, porch. Climbed up on my deck, opened the gate on my deck, and is standing on my deck trying to figure out what the problem is. He's leaning into he's my hot tub. He's already doing the job. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm here to fix your hot tub. Well, the bottom is cracked. So he says, well, I can't fix the bottom. Of course yes, not. There's exactly. water in it. This, it's, it's a thousand pounds with the water in it. So, uh, F you, Strong Industries... F you, Miss Clark. F you, Cheryl. Love you, Andrea. F you, trucking company. And F you, guy with the big gut that wanted me to do all the work to move my own hot tub. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that took so long. But I wanted you to understand. You're not sorry. Don't well, apologize. Let me ask you a question, Scary. If you lived through all of that, and guys, the slices, if you survived that conversation. I could have done that in you. a quarter of the time. All right. But, okay. I know you could have. But. Would you have asked for more money, or did I get the right amount? I think, I think, I think a thousand dollars plus the two hundred. Yeah. I, I think you did well. I think I you think got I your free well. dessert. 
I think I did well. But now you all owe us a fr- uh, free dessert. I got to do something. We can't, I'm sorry. We, 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 this was like 35 minutes. I know. But scary. That was the short version. <laughs> I'm sorry. Slices, oh I'm sorry. God. We never used to tell stories like that. I know, but I'm, I'm in from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. We get our asses kicked. Boys yeah. From Brooklyn. I'm sorry, guys. Brooklyn. The boys from Brooklyn. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.